Listen to one of this year's top true crime podcasts. Unknown Subject, Season 3 of WTOP's American Nightmare podcast is out now on all podcast platforms. I'm Neil Augenstein. What it will take to close a Northern Virginia murder case that police have already solved. I'm Sarah Jacobs. The Prince William County Board is set to vote on a big data center complex. I'm Sandy Kozell. Good to be with you. It's 9 o'clock. This is CBS News on the Hour, sponsored by Liberty Mutual Insurance. I'm Deborah Rodriguez. The most diverse Supreme Court in history is set to hear arguments this morning on race-conscious admissions at Harvard and UNC. Edward Bloom heads the conservative group Students for Fair Admissions that filed the lawsuits. You can't remedy past discrimination with new discrimination. For those who have suffered from preferences for whites, the remedy is not preferences for African Americans or Hispanics. The high court's conservative majority is expected to ban affirmative action at public and private schools. We're learning new details about the hammer attack on Nancy Pelosi's 82-year-old husband, Paul, at their home in San Francisco. District Attorney Brooke Jenkins. It was a forced entry into the rear door of the home. He ultimately did make his way upstairs, uh, which is where he ultimately confronted Mr. Pelosi. The suspect, David DePap, is expected to be formally charged today on counts of attempted murder and elder abuse. A week and a day before the midterms, our CBS News battleground tracker shows Republicans in a good position to take the majority in the House of Representatives. CBS's Ed O'Keefe says candidates from both parties will get some high-profile support this week. Big names are going to be out on the trail again this week. President Biden is headed tomorrow to Florida. Later in the week, he goes to New Mexico. Former President Donald Trump is also going to be out on the trail. He's visiting Florida, Ohio, Iowa, and on Saturday, he goes to Pennsylvania. That's the same day former President Barack Obama is there. He's also stopping in Arizona midweek. New Russian airstrikes have hit critical infrastructure in Ukraine. Correspondent Holly Williams is there. Ukraine says Russia fired a barrage of more than 50 cruise missiles, claiming it managed to shoot down most but not all of them, with parts of the country experiencing blackouts. Here in Kiev, officials say 350,000 homes were left without power. The mayor says 80% in Kiev have no water. New research shows years of health progress were erased over the past couple of years. CBS's Jim Crisula. Deaths in the U.S. related to heart disease spiked in 2020 at the start of the COVID-19 pandemic after a steady decline since 2010. Death rates from heart disease in the U.S. had been declining among adults since at least the 1990s. Last night in Nashville. Well, I like my love and this little girl will walk a country mile. Keith Urban, one of the dozens of country music stars who paid tribute to the late Loretta Lynn on CMT from the Grand Ole Opry. Lynn died this month at the age of 90. This is CBS News. Liberty Mutual customizes your car and home insurance so you only pay for what you need. Visit LibertyMutual.com to learn more. 903 on Monday, October 31st. Happy Halloween. We're at 55 degrees, going to the 60s today, but some scattered showers for trick-or-treating tonight. Good morning. I'm John Aaron. And I'm Ann Kramer. The top local stories we're following for you this hour. Campaign 2022 here on WTOP. Election Day, just eight days out. 
And if you're a voter in D.C., you can cast your ballot early starting today. From 8.30 in the morning until 7 p.m., voters can go to one of 25 early voting centers to make their choice. Early voting wraps up Sunday before Tuesday's Election Day. There are at least two voting centers in each ward, and most have three or four. And you don't have to go to the one closest to your home. You can visit any of them. If you missed registering, you can do it same day there and even on Election Day. Registered voters got a ballot mailed to them this year, and instead of going to the polls, you can mail that back or slide it into a drop box around the city. Voters will make plenty of decisions this year on city leadership from mayor and council president to two at-large spots on the D.C. Council. Luke Luger, WTOP News. Early in-person voting is already happening in both Maryland and Virginia. You can find a list of early voting locations and everything else you need to know about at the election. We have it posted for you at WTOP.com. In Maryland, voters will have questions to answer on the ballot, like question four whether the state should legalize recreational marijuana for adults. Retired NFL player Eugene Monroe is chairman of the Yes on 4 campaign. No adult would be arrested for simply possessing cannabis. And in fact, the ones who have been arrested will have their records expunged. Monroe says cannabis is a better way than opioids to treat pain and inflammation. Leading the opposition to question four is Christine Miller, who holds a Ph.D. in pharmacology. Marijuana poses serious mental health risks, including the disease that I devoted my research career to studying and trying to find a cure for schizophrenia. Dick Iuliano, WTOP News. Well, it's looking like Maryland voters will support legalizing marijuana in the state. A new poll from the Baltimore Sun and University of Baltimore shows that the election were held today. 63% of likely voters say they agreed with legalizing the drug. 25% they opposed it. 12% said they aren't sure. The measure succeeds on Election Day next Tuesday. Possessing up to one and a half ounces of marijuana would be legal in Maryland for those of age starting July 1st. Larger amounts would still be subject to civil fines. A statewide survey was done October 20th through the 23rd. The margin of error is plus or minus 3.1 percentage points. A vote is set for this week in Prince William County on a plan to allow a controversial data center to be built west of Manassas National Battlefield Park. Environmental groups and home and landowners who would like Prince William County to retain a rural countryside are on one side of the issue, with landowners who want to sell to the project on the other, and there are the taxes the county estimates the project would generate, possibly as much as $400 million. One area farm owner tells the Washington Post that 12-story high power lines already run through the area, supplying power to Loudoun County and its data centers. The Prince William Project proposes 27 million square feet of data centers along 2,100 acres along Pageland Lane. Sandy Kozell, WTOP News. There will be a lot of scary excitement tonight in neighborhoods for Halloween, but with all the fun, there's also some danger, especially from cars. It is a frightening number. Children are more than two times as likely to be hit by a car on Halloween than any other day of the year. So it's a reminder for drivers to slow down and pay attention. Excited kids do run across the street, often darting from behind parked cars. Parents will be reminding their kids to only cross the street at corners and to look both ways. And for adults, more people die in drunken driving crashes on Halloween than on New Year's Eve. Neil Augenstein, WTLP News. And it sounds like kids will be getting a little wet tonight. We'll have your forecast next. It's 907. 
People with disabilities face an unemployment rate twice that of people without disabilities. Economic equity and inclusion starts with empowerment. Melwood educates and partners with organizations to build a more inclusive workforce and provide strategies for equitable recruitment, hiring, and retention of people with disabilities. This is National Disability Employment Awareness Month, so consider what's your role in the equity equation. To learn more about how your company can diversify its workforce by recruiting and hiring people with disabilities, visit www.melwood.org. Oh, hello. Do you get exactly what you need and want from your health plan? Meet Optima Health, a new kind of friend in Northern Virginia. With Optima Health, you'll find special savings on the things you need, like vision and hearing care, and discounts on everything you want, like gym memberships and wellness programs. Go to OptimaHealth.com and meet your something to smile about friend. Offered by Optima Health Plan. 908. Slow or clogged drains? Call Michael and Son and get $100 off a train cleaning today. Traffic and weather on the 8th over to Rita Kessler in the traffic center. Well, I want you to use some caution on the Beltway in Virginia. It was described as on the outer loop between 66 and Route 50. Some sheetrock fell off a truck, and it's all over the roadway. It's dusting up into the air, and it's uh, getting into car windshields and things like that. So you're going to want to watch out there uh, to avoid any issues. Not sure if it's concentrated on one side of the roadway, but with the way it's been breaking up and vehicles driving over it, it should be across the entire stretch of the roadway. Also on the Beltway, it is the inner loop in a delay from the toll road headed across the American Legion Bridge. Watch for a work crew. Outer loop topside clearing out, but still some volume from New Hampshire Avenue toward 29 Colesville Road. Uh, if you're in Virginia on 66, eastbound the delays after Nutley toward the Beltway. That westbound backup remains from Route 50 headed past the Fairfax County Parkway. This was the scene of the wreck involving the dump truck on its side. The problem is the contents of the dump truck spilled out in the roadway. So that's the extended cleanup. You're staying to the right to get by. 95 in Virginia, no reported issues. It is northbound Route 1, still seeing delays headed toward Gunston Road and Gunston Cove Road. It is now the right lane blocked with the wreck, so no longer being diverted on northbound Route 1. In Maryland, southbound 301 after Mitchellville Road and Queen Anne Bridge Road. That wreck is cleared. The lanes are open. Watch for any delays that may be left over. Southbound Connecticut Avenue near Weller Road had been a report of some wires in the roadway, so you may be under redirection. While eastbound I-70 near 40 in Ellicott City, the crash cleared, and the delays have eased as well. Now, in the district, it is southbound DC 295, still heavy from Burroughs, passing East Capitol Street. Jiffy Lube service centers keep you moving from oil changes and tire rotations to filters and wipers to a full range of services. Visit JiffyLubeDC.com for a location near you. I'm Rita Kessler, WTOP Traffic. And now to Storm Team 4's Chuck Bell. The clouds are back and rain chances are back as well. An 80% chance of uh, rainy periods during the course of the day. Unfortunately, that will include trick-or-treat time this evening. So be extra careful. The sun's down just after 6 o'clock and it's going to be dark and a little rainy at times. It'll be extra hard to see those ghosts and goblins. So be careful. Mid-60s for highs today. The rain overnight will end early. We'll go back to sunshine tomorrow afternoon. 72 degrees for the first day of November and near 70 the rest of the week with dry weather. I'm Storm Team 4, meteorologist Chuck Bell for WTOP. 53 in Rockville, 50 in Ashburn, and 56 degrees right now in District Heights. Brought to you by Long Fence. Save 15% on Long Fence, decks, pavers, and fences. Go to longfence.com today and schedule your free in-home estimate. 9-11, there have been 19 murders in Fairfax County so far this year, and that's the same number as at this time last year. 
but nearly half of this year's homicides are domestic-related, which is up from last year. Fairfax County Police Chief Kevin Davis talked about one of those cases, the murder of Hannah Choi, with the DMV Download podcast. 35-year-old Hannah Choi of Alexandria disappeared March 6th. Her body was found a few weeks later in a park in Prince George's County. 27-year-old Joelle Marino was quickly identified as the suspect in her murder. We have an arrest warrant for second-degree murder. Uh, we know where he is. We can't get to him right now. And Chief Kevin Davis realizes that sounds a bit cryptic, but he says it would probably imply that Marino may or may not be in the country. So we're working with federal officials to take Joel Marino into custody. Davis said the Hannah Choi case is closed in terms of the investigation, but that Marino's ultimate arrest will provide her family with another step toward their own closure. Sarah Jacobs, WTOP News. Hear the entire interview with the chief on the DMV download, available wherever you get your podcasts. A $36 million settlement will be shared equally by the two men who were wrongfully prisoned for the 1965 assassination of Malcolm X. The city of New York will pay $26 million, and $10 million of it will come from the state. Last year, a judge dismissed the convictions of 84-year-old Mohammed Aziz and Khalil Islam, who died in 2009. It came after prosecutors said new evidence of witness intimidation had undermined the case against the two men. An attorney for the two men says New York City recognized the grave injustices done. Islam's half of the money will go to his estate. I'm Eric White. Here are your top headlines from Federal News Network. The American Federation of Government Employees files suit against the EPA over remote work policies. AFGE Local 704, which represents EPA workers in Chicago, says EPA employees in Region 5 are being denied remote work at a higher rate than other regions. EPA Region 5 covers several states in the upper Midwest. And the Veterans Affairs Department announces three new funding opportunities to help homeless veterans. The Supportive Services for Veterans Families program will work to quickly rehouse veterans and their families, as well as help prevent the imminent loss of a veteran's home. For more on these stories, go to federalnewsnetwork.com. Still ahead, just what issues are most important to you ahead of the election? 913. Chris Jenkins is the police chief of Culpeper, Virginia. He's been a police officer for 45 years. I've spent a lifetime protecting this community. That's my only agenda. That's why, even though I'm a Republican, I support Abigail Spanberger. Abigail is a former law enforcement officer who always supports the police. She voted to increase funding to police departments because she knows it increases public safety. Abigail puts country and community over party. Spanberger's opponent, Yesley Vega, was recently caught on tape saying she doubts rape leads to pregnancy. I thought I had seen everything until that. I was shocked. As a former police officer, Vega should know better. And her bashing the FBI and defending those who attacked the Capitol is dangerous. I trust Abigail Spanberger to do what's right. I'm Abigail Spanberger, candidate for Congress, and I approve this message. Paid for by Spanberger for Congress. Thompson Creek designs, builds, and installs replacement windows. Without the middleman markup, you get high-quality windows at an affordable price direct from our local factory. Take advantage of our biggest sale of the year with 25% off all windows and doors for a limited time, plus special financing options. Call 855-57-CREEK. That's 855-57-CREEK before this offer is gone. Home sweet, home sweet Thompson Creek. 
blocked out of her Facebook account for over a year. Somebody changed my password. But Facebook won't let her back in even though she showed ID. And it could happen to you too. How to protect your Facebook account. Tonight on 7 News on your side at 6. The most highly anticipated tournament of champions in Jeopardy history. This week, 18 winners and three legends will double down and risk it all. The Jeopardy Tournament of Champions. This week, weeknights at 7.30 after 7 News on your side at 6. Sports at 15 and 45 powered by Red River. Technology decisions aren't black and white. Think red. Happy Halloween to Dave Johnson. Well, happy Halloween it is. It's a victory Monday for the Commanders and Taylor Heineke. I think he's just a plain winner. Don't just take my word for it, Jonathan Allen. He's a ball player. I mean, at the end of the day, he's going to win you football games. Not much more to say. Ball player, winner, whatever you want to describe him. Taylor Heineke keeps getting it done. As again, Taylor Heineke, you think about the 17-16 win over the Colts. Throws interception, but then responds with a 12-play 82-yard drive. Led to a field goal. Made it 16-10. Then closing time, 33-yard pass to Terry McLaurin to get to the Colts' one-yard line. You know, I tried to scramble and make something happen, but the offensive line was blocking great. So I stayed right there in the pocket and kind of let those receivers try and get open. And I saw Terry get behind uh, Gilmore, and I wanted to give him a shot. Uh, again, you know, two, two weeks in a row. And when the time when we need when he needed it most, you know, you go to Terry and he makes the play. Yeah, good idea. And Heineke plunged in for the game-winning touchdown. By the way, Antonio Gibson, 25 total touchdowns, the most by a Washington player through their first 38 games in franchise history. The Bills beat the Packers 27-17. Wow, that's fourth straight losses now for the Packers. In Boston, the Wizards up against the Celtics. And even when the Celtics had a broken play, it was fixed. Cornette right corner, steps to his left for three. Oh, God, and at the shot clock buzzer. It's not the Wizards' night. You kidding me? Brown was on the floor, almost lost it, passed it. It ends up in a Cornet 3, 178 Celtics. It is not the Wizards' night. We knew that, but now it's been confirmed. Say that again. 112-94 losses. Celtics home tonight against Philadelphia. Philadelphia is in the MLS Cup after 3-1 win over New York City FC. Dave Johnson, WTLP Sports. Top stories we're following for you on WTOP. The man accused of attacking House Speaker Nancy Pelosi's husband in their California home reportedly had zip ties and duct tape with him. Multiple reports cite law enforcement sources that say David DePap had a bag with zip ties and other things inside. Police say he attacked Paul Pelosi with a hammer after breaking into their home early Friday morning. Early in-person voting starts in D.C. today. There are more than 20 early voting centers throughout the city. The centers will be open from 8.30 a.m. to 7 p.m. through Sunday. D.C. voters are choosing a mayor, attorney general, delegate to Congress, and council members. You can see the locations of the voting centers at WTOP.com. The Supreme Court hears arguments this morning about one of the most challenging and controversial questions to reach its docket this year, whether colleges may consider the race of prospective students in the interest of diversity. The outcome could have profound implications beyond higher education. A decision isn't expected until next year. Stay with WTOP for more on these stories in just minutes. New CBS poll shows 8 out of 10 voters feel things in this country are out of control. American voters want this election cycle of leadership to confront other challenges. Immigration, an infectious disease trifecta, COVID, the flu, and RSV gun policy, and abortion in a post-Roe America. Our poll says a majority of voters think Republicans will pass a national abortion ban. That was CBS News' Mark Strassman reporting. Early voting's already started in many parts of the country, including D.C., Maryland, and Virginia. Coming up in Money News. Ahead of the open, Dow futures are down 100 points. Where data center jobs are growing the fastest. It's not here. I'm Jeff Glabel. 918. 
traffic and weather on the 8s. Tarita Kessler in the traffic center. Well, we still have the delays in Virginia on westbound 66. You are solid from Route 50 trying to head past the Fairfax County Parkway. The ongoing cleanup continues. It was a crash involving a dump truck on its side. The dump truck spilled a load of dirt in the roadway. So that's what they're still doing is cleaning up the dirt. Looks like the dump truck uh, has been taken from the scene. Now you're going to find yourself getting by far right. And then it looks good as you head into Centerville and Manassas. Eastbound 66, no problems until you approach the Beltway. That's the delay approaching the Beltway. Lanes open, and then it looks good inside the Beltway, headed to and across the Roosevelt Bridge. On the Beltway, the interloop delays are after the Dulles Toll Road, headed across the American Legion Bridge. Watch for any work there taking a lane. Outer loop of the Beltway, the delays have eased, coming from 29, passing Georgia toward Connecticut. So that's good news. No problems along 270 right now. Southbound 301 in Bowie after Mitchellville Road and Queen Anne Bridge Road. That crash is cleared, and the lanes reopen. Now, keep an eye out on southbound Connecticut Avenue near Weller Road. There had been some downed wires in the roadway. Watch for any redirection if that is still the case. No problems on 50 in either direction trying to get across the Bay Bridge. While 95 in Virginia, that looks good between Fredericksburg and Springfield. 395 also good out of Springfield. Two and across the 14th Street Bridge. Northbound Route 1 at Gunston Road and Gunston Cove Road. It is now just the right lane blocked with the wreck. I'm Rita Kessler, WTOP Traffic. Now here's Chuck Bell with the Halloween forecast for trick-or-treating. Chuck, how are we going to do? Yeah, I wish I had better news, but unfortunately there's going to be a chance for rain in spots and spits and starts throughout the course of the day. There's already rain in Prince William County. There's already rain along I-81 in the Shenandoah Valley. So if you haven't had rain at your house yet, don't you worry. Unfortunately, there's an 80% chance for showers today. Now, granted, it's not going to be all that heavy, but rainy periods right during the course of uh, trick-or-treating this evening will make it extra hard to see the kids. So use extra caution this evening. Temperatures are in the upper 40s to mid-50s now. We should have no trouble getting a mild day. We'll be in the mid-60s today, even with the rain chance around. And temperatures will actually hold in the mid to upper 50s to near 60 degrees all through the overnight hours tonight. So a really mild uh, overnight period with rain likely. The showers will be coming to an end during the Tuesday morning commute. We should be all dry no later than, I think, 9 or 10 o'clock tomorrow morning. And when you start off in the upper 50s, it's not going to take much. Add some sunshine to the mix, and we'll be 72 for a high temperature on the first day of November. And the few days that follow that, Wednesday, Thursday, and Friday, will also be warmer than average, mid to upper 60s to near 70, and dry. After today's raindrops end overnight tonight, we'll be dry the rest of the week. I'm Storm Team 4, meteorologist Chuck Bell for WTOP. Okay, Chuck, and right now 56 in Friendship Heights, brought to you by Len the Plumber, trusted same-day service seven days a week. Coming up on WTOP, an important recall to tell you about from a product that's sold at Costco, 921. You know the story. Oil companies raking in record profits as they jack up gas prices. Sky-high prescription drug costs and medical debts. And some of the most profitable corporations paying no taxes. But one leader is on the job fighting for Maryland families. Our Senator Chris Van Hollen. In touch and always listening. Van Hollen gets it. I don't know about you, but I get pretty steamed when big money special interests get their way at our expense. That's why we're fighting back. We stood up to Big Pharma, and now we're cutting prescription drug prices. We took on Big Oil, and now we'll produce more clean energy and lower your costs. We want our fight to make the richest corporations pay more of their fair share in taxes. That's Chris Van Hollen. He's on our side. I'm Chris Van Hollen, and I approve this message 
because I'll take on any fight to make things better for all Marylanders. Paid for by Van Hollen for Senate. Reconnect with a carpool or vanpool. Even if you're commuting just a few days a week, Commuter Connections can match you with others that live and work near or at the same place as you. Prefer taking the bus or train? There's never been a better time to reconnect with transit. Plus, you have the added comfort of knowing Guaranteed Ride Home is there for any unexpected emergency for free. For more options, visit commuterconnections.org or call 1-800-745-RIDE. Some restrictions apply. And now, Regional Business Insights with Major Mark Woodcock, Area Commander of the Salvation Army National Capital Area Command, a nonprofit member of the Greater Washington Board of Trade. When people are struggling, the Salvation Army gives hope. Whether the need is food, rent, utility, or some other type of assistance, at their local Salvation Army, they will find love and compassion. We helped over 100,000 people last year. Learn more and visit SalvationArmyNCA.org. This is WTOP News. 924, many hospitals are currently feeling the strain of a wave of flu and RSV cases, even as the battle against COVID continues. CBS News medical contributor Dr. David Agus explains why we're seeing so many cases now. We're seeing flu and RSV at much higher levels at this point in the year than we have in prior years. Part of it is for two and a half years, we had no immunity. So there's no baseline immunity to either of these in children or adults in the community. And what we're seeing is much more serious infection. So it certainly is worrisome. Many pediatric ICUs in the country are full at the present time. RSV is a respiratory virus that can be dangerous for some infants and young children. Well, there's a new food recall involving chicken from a popular store. Costco is recalling 148,000 Foster Farms frozen breaded chicken breast patties after consumer complaints of hard, clear plastic embedded in them. They have best buy dates of August 11th, 2023. It's unclear which stores received the recalled bags, but they were sent to Costco distribution centers in California, Washington, Arizona, Utah, and Colorado. The USDA's Food Safety and Inspection Service says there have been no confirmed reports of injuries. Deborah Rodriguez. CBS News. Money news at 25 and 55. Here's Jeff Claybaugh. John Aaron, final trading day of October gets underway in five minutes ahead of the open. Dow futures are down 130 points. The Federal Reserve starts its two-day rate meeting tomorrow and is expected to vote for another jumbo rate hike, taking its benchmark rate to 3.75%. It would be the fifth hike this year. The Fed funds rate was cut to near zero in March of 2020. Inflation's a global problem, and it is worse in Europe. Annual inflation in the Eurozone hit a record high 10.7% in September, the highest since the EU was formed. Energy costs in Europe are up almost 42% from a year ago. Northern Virginia leads the nation for concentration of data centers, but not data center job growth. JLL says that's Atlanta, with data center jobs forecast to rise 24% between now and 2025. The D.C. Metro ranks fourth at 8.6%. Jeff Clayball, WTOP News. Money News brought to you by Amtrak. Ditch travel hassles and relax on the way to your fall getaway. Aboard Amtrak. Stress-free travel just at Amtrak away. Book now at Amtrak.com. After traffic and weather, charges expected today for the man accused of attacking the House Speaker's husband. It's 926. Hi, I'm Oprah Winfrey, and I want to tell you about Wes Moore, who's running to be the next governor of Maryland. When Wes was just three years old, his father died, leaving him and his sisters to be raised by his mom, 
a Jamaican immigrant. It was tough, but Wes overcame the odds to become the first black Rhodes Scholar from Johns Hopkins University. He then led soldiers in combat as a captain in the U.S. Army, and he became the CEO of one of the nation's